They've done an excellent job preparing. It is a joy, and I'm thankful to be working with them. They always lay down their time, especially, and talents for God, and always appreciative for them to share with us. If you don't know me, I'm Michael. I'm the worship arts minister here at Discover. I'm usually behind a mic, but usually singing and not speaking. So I'm doing just a little bit of a mix of both of those today. Also, if you don't know me, I'm also a husband and a father of four kids. We love our kids. Emily and I have two girls and two boys, and they've been a blessing and also a source of many great stories, one of which I will share with you today. So our second child, when she was about one year old, and she was still just crawling. She wandered away from us. And we happened to be at church, though, so we weren't too worried. We weren't here at Discover. We are at another church that we were ministering at. And in fact, it was a night that we had all of our worship teams together. We were working on some creative stage design ideas. So we got carried away and looking at that, and she just wandered off. So immediately, we did what every parent would do. We just called for her. And we did the little classic parent sing-songy kind of voice where we were like, Clara, where are you? And she answers back in her little voice, what? That's all we get from her. She sounds content, so we're not too worried. So we call again, Clara, what? It gets more and more distant. So as we begin to search, after going through an entire lobby, up a twisting and turning, treacherous, long flight of stairs down a whole long hallway, almost to our upper level tech area. We find the little, what? All the way up there. So with her crawling, it could have been a very, very bad situation, but thankfully she was fine. Thankfully we have improved our parenting habits and our work nights, we hope. (laughs) And also we're thankful that she answered us because if she had not answered us, we wouldn't have been able to find her. We haven't been able to get her back to safety. So today we're just going to briefly look at a passage of scripture that really speaks to the heart of worship and the heart of surrender. And that somehow these two things kind of go hand in hand. That if I want to be completely devoted to something, to worship, then I need to somehow lay my own desires down. I need to surrender. And this all begins when we answer when God calls our name. Now, as we look at the word today, we're going to look at Exodus 3, and we still have that on you version. If you follow on you version, that scripture's on there. We'll have it on the screen when we go to read it as well, but it is important for us to get the word of God in us. We're always saying that. Make sure you're reading and learning scripture as well, um, but we also want to take that scripture, and we just want to bring it to life in our own lives as well. And I think of this, when I'm thinking of the arts, I think of music with this as well, that music sometimes is seen as just symbols and dots on a page until the performer takes those symbols and dots and brings them to life to sound, and then we have music. And so we compare this to God's word. God is our great composer. He has orchestrated already his word, and it's perfect, and we just have to learn it and play it. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful for you, and we're thankful for your word. We thank you that it is true, and We are thankful that it's a book that we can use um, as instruction, and it's not just rules, Father, but something that we can live by and apply in our own life. Father, today, I just pray that you would just teach us to worship wholeheartedly, to be completely devoted to you, but Father, also to surrender our own desires and look to yours. And Father, I just pray that as we go today, that we could take that with us to further your kingdom and to further your glory as well. It's in your holy name I pray. Amen. All right, well, let's look at Exodus 3, chapter 3. This is 
when Moses first hears from God, it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush, and Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. And when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Those words, that response, it was the beginning of a life of worship, the beginning of a surrendering to God. Those words, here I am, that Moses said, it was as if he was saying, God, I'm listening to you. I hear you. You have my attention. I don't know what you're going to say next, but I just lay my desires at your feet. I am just here with you. Now that surrendering didn't happen in just an instant. As we read, we see that God begins to unfold his plan that he has for Moses to deliver his people. And Moses is fearful. He's doubtful. He even says, who am I that I should go? But God continues to encourage him. And again and again, he tells him and shows him that God's way is best. And that's all because Moses answered when God called. You see, surrendering is a lifelong pursuit of releasing control. And worship, a complete devotion to God, it involves us releasing control as well. But it also is not just listening, but actually answering God when he calls. When I uh, think of releasing control, it's kind of scary. Most of you probably think the same thing. Giving up control can be a scary thing. We're not sure what God's going to tell us to do. And we're not sure what other people are going to think as well. Our culture sees surrendering as something that is a sign of a coward or a sign of giving up. But with God, surrendering to God, it means life. It means purpose. It means victory over our enemies through the power of Jesus Christ. Is there really any other way to worship? To be completely devoted to something means that we need to give up control and give it to God. Worship is more than just a song. We hear that a lot. It's, it's more than just a moment, more than just a time, more than just a space or an experience. I like to think that it's actually more of um, thinking of a, a, a lifelong series of moments of where we come before God and we say, God, here I am. Teach me how to submit to your ways. Maybe today you need to answer God's call in your life. Maybe it's the first time that you've ever done that. And maybe you need to say, God, I'm here. I'm listening. I don't know what's gonna come next, but I accept it and I lay my own desires down. We hope that through the next several songs that we sing together and the words that you hear, that you would be empowered to go and live a surrendered life to God. So let's stand together and let's sing together. This has been a sermon series by Discover Christian Church. 
Find more at discovercc.org.